show number 134 of Look at His Butt, LT and JK Talk Trek, with no static. Okay. All right, I just want to say. Yes. William Shatner, kittens, and islands. 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 And mine is William Shatner, my dog, and French fries. <laughs> I don't know what mine is, except that I think one of the three things is going to be um, coconut cream pie. The temptation with that would be to, you know, put it in his face. No, I no. really like coconut cream pie. Would I could you, probably eat a whole one. Would you lick it off him? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Of course I would. Okay. That would make it even better. <laughs> okay, so it's William Shatner, coconut cream pie, and your tongue. Um, I will point out that the actual, well, the name of this weird little art project is called William Shatner Islands and Kittens, and then it's Shatner Island Kittens uh, Tumblr.com. And there are only four entries in it, and they're all weird, weird, weird Photoshop of Bill with kittens and uh, islands. And one has a birthday cake. And one has a birthday cake. <laughs> and a kitten coming out of the sky like it's torn a hole in it. Um, we cannot figure out what media this is that Bill has conquered. <laughs> but it is a media, and he has conquered it. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that. So, if, yeah, we're going to have to, I think one of those is going to have to be the show picture I think so. for this show. Well, because... which one do you want? The, there's the red tights one that has ceiling cat in it. Then there's the one with uh, that con, one. A con <laughs> and the, well, okay. Yeah. So you can all see, and I'll put in a link so people can go and look at other ones if they're And really maybe want to. contribute. Yeah. I, I'm a little annoyed that there are only four. I know. And they were all done back in March, and then the, the, whoever created this just stopped. stopped. I have to say, though, that they are better quality and more entertaining. Than almost all fan art. Yes. Yes, they are. Because all she's, instead of imposing Bill's face on porn stars mm -hmm. or, you know, things like that, she's just, you know, put him in different places with kittens. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, it's, it's very surrealistic. Mm -hmm. So if anybody knows who did this... <laughs> William Shatner, Islands and Kittens, let us know, because we think it's kind of cool. <laughs> and in weird. a strange... In a very strange way. Shatner way. Shatner way, yeah. Do you think Bill knows about it? No. <laughs> no. You know, I really, really would love to have one of those autographs. <laughs> <laughs> He's hitting the cons left and right lately. That's true. Imagine having one of those autographed. Hmm. Maybe at um, at a Shatner weekend too, where he's not just shuffling through them, but might actually go, "Wow, you're you're really demented." Oh, so I'm I'm so ready to talk about Bill. I don't know why. I cause I was getting ready for the show while I was waiting for you to come over, and and I just watching these things and and looking through all the stuff that we had to talk about. I just got so primed. For you Bill. got all built up. I did. I really did. Good for you. Well, you know, I'm all built up too. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's on our uh, what's on our show today, program director? Well, I think um, one of the first things that we could talk about here, um, which was a link that you sent to me, was in Time Magazine. <gasps> yes, Time Magazine 
has uh, people, well, they may have closed it by now. Now, of course, I have too many windows open, so I have to find it. But um, 10 questions. Readers ask questions of newsmakers and celebrities, and they are looking for people to send in questions to ask William Shatner. So they had posted this on Friday, August 13th, and there doesn't seem to be a closing date for this. It just hmm. says, go ahead and, and post your comment or your question. Well, I also want to point out that when this comes out in Time Magazine, there are 10 questions mm -hmm. that they or Bill or somebody has chosen that Bill answers, but there's always a note at the end, go to the website to see more. Right. So even if your question or our question is not in the Time Magazine, mm -hmm. um, It, could, it could be on the website, and the website. I cannot remember what my question was for this one, but I know I did submit one. So um, I think we can find it because I, I remember you, you told me what it was. Okay. Um, so I, I thought, uh, because as of right now, there are 271 questions. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of questions. But I thought we would be doing everybody a favor if, on behalf of Bill, we answered some of these questions for him. Yes. Um, it's kind of like Bill has a Twitter valet, yeah. and his butt girls now can be his, his question valet. And, and we'll just, you know, field some of them with what we think Bill would say. Right, because I, I think we know. Or some of them, they've, they've asked things that we know the answer to. Yeah. So. Um, so there, and there are some excellent questions in here. There really are. Including some really stupid questions. And we'll <laughs> talk about both of those. Um, okay. So th what I wanted to start off with is that out of these 271, why is the very first one sort of a nerdy Galaxy Quest kind of question? I'll read it. It says, With Gene Roddenberry's futuristic innovations that were depicted in the series, do you think mankind will ever achieve warp drive? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> did it have to be the first question? It did. <laughs> Apparently it did. And the answer to that is no. No, because there is faster than light speed isn't possible. <sighs> okay. Question number three is good. Uh, what is one movie or television role or character that got away or one that you would have loved to play but have never had the opportunity to? That's a great question. Um, he wanted to play Captain Kirk once more. Yeah. Um, I think there were probably some stage plays that he missed out on doing that he'd like to do. Right. That would be good. I, I think he would probably quote some uh, or say that there were some Shakespeare plays that he'd like to do, either in a movie or, mm -hmm. or in play form. Uh, but I think that's a good question. I hope they pick that one, actually, because I'd like to see what he has yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's a stupid question. <laughs> Have Star Trek fans kissed a girl yet? Oh! So I think the answer to that is fuck you. Yeah, um, I agree. Question seven. Why have you never been chosen sexiest man alive when every woman I have ever met would sleep with you in a heartbeat? Me too. Me too. Absolutely. And I, want, I really hope they, they give that one to Bill because oh. I want to hear what he has to say. Absolutely. I think, you know... Outside of the sexiest man alive, I think Bill is doing his best to satisfy as many women as he possibly can. <laughs> and uh, and he, in the, something that I posted to the blog recently from an old interview, not that old, he, he is saying, my passions are unquenched as much as they were when yes, I was 35. So he's still out there plugging away if I can make a pun that bad. Oh, absolutely. I, I love that question. And I... Even more than my own question, I want that question answered. I really answered. want that. That's a great question. Okay. This is a stupid question. Um, <laughs> and it's a letter. It's not even a question. It starts, Dear Mr. Shatner. Oh, goody. <laughs> Dear Santa Claus. I have been a fan. <laughs> I have been a fan of yours since I was seven. I am now 18. All right. Let me back off a little bit. She's only 18. 
I was told that you used to consider yourself a serious actor and that maybe you took yourself too seriously. My question is this. Did you consider yourself a serious actor, and she spells actor with a capital A, Well, yeah. back when Star Trek was being filmed? And if so, do you still consider yourself as such today? Thanks, and God bless you, she says. Um, I think the term serious actor has gotten a bad rap, mm -hmm. meaning you're, you're ponderous and pretentious and would never do comedy or, or, or anything like that. And... I think Bill always has been and still is very serious about the craft of acting. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And if you go online and watch any of the things of, of him even working on the Priceline commercials mm -hmm. um, or, or any of the backstage sort of things that are there, and when he's talked about recently his approach to this shit my dad says role as opposed to mm -hmm. Danny Crane and other things, this is a man who who, who knows his 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 profession and mm -hmm. knows what he's doing and you, as we've said before he shows up prepared he's ready to work and uh and he has put thought into it he's in touch with his emotions he's in touch with his physicality and that's a serious actor he's been serious about everything that he's ever done even in the crappiest of mm -hmm. crap movies he's which been, we're going to be discussing later that's right <laughs> he, he's been very very serious about it so yes. um yes absolutely uh, here's an easy one. Are you going to make an album anytime soon? Well, he yes. has laid down some tracks. So I think the answer <laughs> quickly is yes. Yes. <laughs> that was easy, see? Okay, I'm going to go to the next page. Let's see. Um, here's another easy one. Did you follow the Twitter guy who does shit my dad says before hearing about the show? No. <laughs> that is a real easy one. Yep. Didn't know what Twitter was, but it suddenly became important to him. Right. Still doesn't know what Twitter is, but it's still important. It's, it's much more important now. Um, question 29. Were you having as much fun on Boston Legal as it appeared? I would say yes. Absolutely yes. Yes. I think he was very ha You know, I think in, in, in the last, I don't know, decade or so, he certainly had a lot of fun sort of spoofing himself. And, and, you know, doing these, come on, Bill, ham it up things. Mm -hmm. I think part of what made Boston Legal such a joy to him was to be able to do something other than that mm -hmm. and and to be playful with this role, but also, um, you know, that it had so many facets to it. Mm -hmm. And he really got to sort of exercise his acting chops mm -hmm. in a way he, he hadn't been able to do for a while. He right. hadn't had the opportunity. He got to do so many different things. Mm -hmm. I mean, that role was really an actor's dream. Yes. They wrote in so many things for him to do and to show his range and to show his humor, but his sensitivity and all of the, the little things that they let him do. And then they mm -hmm. gave him such good actors to work with. Oh, my God, yes. You know, how could you ask for anything more than that? Okay, here's a great question. If you could be any mythological creature, what would you be and why? I would say a phoenix because Bill is so scared of dying. Oh, that's perfect. Yes, that is the answer. What were you going to say? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm wondering how much that... The kraken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering how much that encompasses because you could say, you know, Zeus. Yes. Because I... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Running around, having sex with mortal women all the time. You know, yeah. throwing thunderbolts and stuff. <sighs> okay, let's see. Any chance of reprising your role as Denny Crane? I Probably think, not. I think the answer to that is no. <laughs> okay, here's a good one. 
can you come out to Winnipeg for my birthday in October and take me out to dinner? <laughs> my, my husband is in Afghanistan and won't be home till the end of November. <laughs> I wish I'd thought of that. <laughs> so, okay, she's played the, the military wife card. <laughs> um, I think Bill would say my schedule does not permit it. <laughs> or what's for dinner. Or send a photo. Or, you know, he could say a lot of things. Or yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> that could be the answer. I just love that. I... <laughs> It's 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 such a wonderful take on my husband's bowling and won't be home till after midnight. You know, <laughs> don't worry about it, honey. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. Okay, um, let's see. A lot of people, I have to say, it seems like about every third question is, "Do you have any regrets?" I know. A lot of people are asking that. And he has answered questions like that, and, and it's basically he doesn't believe in looking backwards. And I was going to say, yeah. I, I don't, I, Bill strikes me as a guy with, with very few regrets. Well, and he's also such a forward-moving and forward-thinking mm-hmm. person that he is not going to really put energy into, shit, that was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the moment when he's on top of a racing train, you know, he, he might be going... This was a bad decision. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as it's over, it's like, wow, I'm so glad I did that. Now I have another great story to tell, and I'm such the man, you know. I think his, his regrets, if he has regrets, might be along the lines of um, I should have been um, more understanding in my first marriage. And then and I think, you know, things like I, I, I regret that I did not spend as much time with my daughters as they were growing up. Yeah, I mean, that, things that like stuff. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which are just like normal things. Right, yeah. right. Okay. Um, let's see. Here's a good one. And I think we know this answer. Things weren't always easy for you after Star Trek. What kept you going after that show ended? And what is it that has made you so successful long after Trek? I think just determination. And not wanting to die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just keep going. Mm-hmm. Just go on to the next thing. That's right. Here's a stupid one. <laughs> yes. Be honest now. Have you ever read Kirk Spock fan fiction? Uh, I think the answer to that is I no. I think the answer is no, and I think, yeah, that's a, that's a really stupid question. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Here's a nice one, and maybe this would be a good one for him to answer. Are you as happy as you seem to be? I truly hope so because you make me smile. I think Bill is even happier than he seems to be. I think so. That's really nice. It's great that he's perceived that way. Mm -hmm. I really like that. Here's another good one. You are a great interviewer. How do you manage such a comfortable atmosphere and yet ask such penetrating questions? Um, I think part of it is Bill has no axe to grind. Mm -hmm. But it's also that he is genuinely interested in Mm -hmm. just about everything and everyone. Yeah. He really is. He wants to know the answers to the questions. He's not reading off a card. Speaking of that, I saw the last 10 minutes or so of his interview with um, Mary Letourneau Mm -hmm. and her husband, who was her 13-year-old lover. And uh, it was really interesting because he, he is giving them a chance, you know, of course, to tell their side of it. But he's also asking really tough questions. And one of the questions 
that he asked towards the end was, um, so if your child at the age of 13 became involved in something mm-hmm. like this, what would you think? Mm. And the, the guy, who's now 18, I think, um, uh, said, well, I would, you know, I would want to know more about it and, and what the reasons were. And Bill kept prodding. The guy kept saying, well, I want to know more about it. And Bill goes, so you would be against it, which is what the guy was dancing around. Mm-hmm. And it was very, very interesting. And then at the end, he asked them, you know, are you happy? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're happy. Wow. You know, so... Oh, he's so awesome. He he really is. Oh, that's great. So he can ask these things, but in this non-hostile, non-aggressive mm-hmm. way. It's just curiosity. Yes. And he's not trying to get them to admit anything. No. He doesn't have an agenda. Yes. I think that's the most important thing mm-hmm. about it. Okay, here's a good question. How does it feel to be the greatest human being ever to grace the Earth's presence? It feels wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Everybody loves Bill. Or should. Um, Several people here have asked if he would um, become uh, the Governor General of Canada. Mm -hmm. Seriously asking him that. Um, Can you use your transporter to get my team to a Super Bowl? (laughs) (laughs) If Bill could do that, he would get his team to the Super Bowl, which I believe is the Boston Patriots. Let's see. Oh, here's a question that just doesn't even have an answer. What's the craziest thing you've ever done to get someone's attention? There, there are like a thousand and one answers to that. Right. There and, isn't one thing. And um, how many millions of years has it been since Bill has had to try to get someone's attention? <laughs> He's usually, you know, peeling them off. Don't bother me. Really? Here's a good one. I'd like to hear your argument for the classic question of Kirk versus Picard. Who do you think was a better captain? Obviously Kirk. <laughs> he was first. He was played by Bill. Oh, here's a good one. Um, the first part is stupid. Was it fun playing Kirk? Second part, was it fun on Futurama? I, I don't think I've ever read him talking about the experience of doing Futurama. Yeah. I'd love to know about that. I'm sure Bill will say, yes, you know, both were joyful experiences for him. But I'd really like to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, do you ever watch Star Trek movies in episodes that you were in? No. no. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, oh, here's a good question. You're constantly surprising people with your willingness to try new things. Have you ever surprised yourself? Does your life surprise you? Gosh, what intelligent person asked that? Uh, I don't know. Somebody from California. (laughs) (laughs) Gee, I hope he answers that one. I hope he answers that one, too. Here's a great question. Will you cuddle with me? (laughs) And my kittens on my island? (laughs) The answer to that is yes. Always yes. Yes. Let's see. Um, Another one asking if he's happy. Of course. (laughs) Okay. And this is from a man. From a man. And I don't think it's anybody who listens to the show, but maybe it is. Maybe Maybe it it is. is. In your authorized biography, Shatner, Where No Man, you state, everything done extremely well is an act of sex. Sex. Is this still your belief? And if so, would you describe the philosophy behind that statement? Yes, it (laughs) is still my belief. And my philosophy is nothing is better or more perfect than the act of sex. Mm -hmm. 
I hope they ask him that question. Oh, oh my yeah. God, I hope they ask him that question. Oh, please. Do you think he remembers saying that? No. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, let me find maybe just a couple more. Um, that's a stupid question. If there was just one last thing you were allowed to say for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, sorry. That's from someone in Germany, so I think that's bad English. <laughs> one thing you were allowed to say for the rest of your life, what, like you could only say the same thing over okay. and over again? That would be weird. <laughs> would be very weird. Oh, and then there's, and I love the fact that um, this is Time Magazine, and you would think that something like this would be moderated, and yet there's spam comments in here. <laughs> In 2009, a government study found that 15 brands of powdered infant formula were contaminated, and then it goes on for this. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, here, here's a question to which the answer is, let me Google that for you. <laughs> like Bill knows what Google is. Who are the Star Trek actors who are still living? Oh, I saw that one. <laughs> I was like. Yeah, well, let me Google that for you. <laughs> In alphabetical order. <laughs> ah, okay. Um, let me see. Sorry. Well, while, while Lena is searching, mm -hmm. I'll fill in here and say that uh, New York News or Newsday or something is also doing one of these. And, uh, and I sent in my question. And my question was, you never threw up on a dolphin, <laughs> did you? Because I really want that addressed. And I told him it was a rumor. So, you know, he, mm -hmm. he might care to put that rumor to, to rest. Uh, okay. Here, here, here's a good question. I hope they ask him this, and I, I think we know the answer. Do you prefer the present or the future? Now, that is tough because he really lives in, in the, the moment. But he's always looking forward to yeah. what's coming next. Very good question. It really is. And I'm really glad that this person didn't ask anything about the past, right? Like, right. clearly right. that's not even relevant here. Yeah. So I don't know. I would like to know. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting. Yeah. Good question. So anyway, that, that's all I'm going to read for now. But I, I think, um, I hope that the people who edit time make good choices for these questions mm -hmm. and don't, and totally disregard the stupid ones. They'll put stupid. one stupid one in. They have uh, to. I guess. Grr. <laughs> Nobody wants the answers to this. So questions. since it's still open, of course, God knows when this show will go go up. Maybe the magazine will be out by then. But um, <laughs> if not, you know, go send in your questions. And mm -hmm. I know I somewhere put up a link about the, the, or maybe I haven't. I'll have to check. I've been so busy. About the other one where you can also submit your questions. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, we'll definitely revisit that when this comes out. Absolutely. Ah, so, anyway, that was fun. Yes. I'm glad we got to do that. Uh, let's see. So do you want... Oh, I, I know what we could do. We could do another short thing. I'm just looking at the time that we have here. Let's do okay. another short thing. And okay. then we'll, we'll do the 10 shitty... Shitty Shatner. Shitty Shatner movies. That's what's coming up next. Okay. This was... Uh, hold on. Hold on. Ugh. Sorry. La, la, la. I know. La, it's terrible. La, okay. La. Okay. Um... Um, our man in New Zealand yes. sends me a link. says, here's a Star Trek game announced at Comic-Con. It looks boring as hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. And it does look pretty boring. It looks like um, 
it's one of those card playing games where you have to uh, figure out, you know, what, what kind of mission that you're going to be on. And the cool thing, or the one cool thing about it, is that you get to have um, little ships. Here, I'll show you. So you get these little Aww. plastic ships and stuff like that. And you then, move them around a board? I don't know. So these are the little cards that you have mm -hmm. to play with. Um, yeah, you get a fleet of ships, and then they got another one here where you have to... Uh, it's a cooperative game, follows a classic Trek episode plot. There's a planet. Um, Enterprise is sent there to guide the process of entrance into the Federation. There's a Klingon warship there. So it's just a strategy game like mm -hmm. that. And, uh, yeah, I agree. That actually does look pretty boring. Um, speaking of stupid Trek games... Remember when you and I tried to play the Starfleet Academy game? Oh, yes, yes. And part of the problem was that we were trying to use like a a, a, a Mac 6 yeah. version of it on OS X. Mm -hmm. They have come out with a new version of really? it. Really? And it's the same thing because <laughs> I went and looked at it and it's going, and William Shatner and Walter Koenig are in it. And there's the mean admiral. Mm -hmm. And you get to go on these... Academy missions, okay. and I went. Oh, can we never no. play that? Yeah, but I want someone to go play it. Uh, please, somebody <laughs> play it. Not us. Not us. Now, um, there was a part two to Greg's email. Oh, okay. He says, "I'm sure you two could come up with a much better game." Oh yeah. Based on space conquests of a much more manly nature, take the dating game <laughs> <laughs> or mystery guest <gasps> and add lots of try. You know what? <laughs> That's a great idea. It is. And you know, a dating game, game, you you would be Mary Sue. Yes. You know, picking among the three oh, captains. captains. Yes, the three captains. Yes. But and you'd always pick her. Well, you would only win if you picked her. <laughs> okay, where would the dream date go? Oh boy! Uh, besides Riza, um, oh, I guess it would have to be a place from maybe actual Trek, uh, the Shoreleaf Planet. Really? Why not? I don't know. The Charlie Planet kind of creeps me out. Mm, okay. Um, the the oh, just, something like the Miramani Planet where you'd be alone oh, with him. That's true. Or maybe Earth. Maybe Earth. Yeah. yeah. He'd pick you up in his tri cruiser. He'd <laughs> <laughs> have some tri flowers for you. <laughs> some some tri roses. And you'd be flown through tri space. <laughs> To your tri dream vacation <laughs> in Tripoli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the idea of Star Trek um, dating game. Yeah, I think that would be really fun. So I completely agree. We could make much better Star Trek games. So, and maybe we should. Maybe we should. We should pitch these to who's ever doing <laughs> these things. You know, we have to pick some. Um, some games that they're not actually making anymore because then the licenses will be easier to get. Oh, okay. Because if you really did Star Trek dating game, you'd have to get the licensing. So you're thinking, I don't know, Star Trek shoots and ladders? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Only it would be um, warp speed and wormholes. <laughs> or, tr or, or, or tri shoots and quadra wormholes. <laughs> or like something. wormholes, though. That's really good. <laughs> Wormholes and Jeffrey's tubes. There you go. <laughs> That's very good. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Or um, <laughs> Uncle Triwiggly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Let's Tri Ho Cherio. 
Okay, this is getting really bad. Very, very silly. So if you, the listener, would like to send in your ideas <laughs> for a Star Trek-themed child, children's game that you once played, mm -hmm. um, send it on in and we'll start making a list. Yeah. That would be funny. All right, let's take a break. <gasps> I've oh, got wait, a good what, one. What? Three-dimensional hopscotch. <laughs> Dimensional chest. You'd have to have really strong legs for that. <laughs> That's okay. Jumping way more, up high. more of a challenge. Oh my god, the next level is four feet up. <laughs> yeah. All right, now we're going to take a break. Okay. And we're going to look at. Wait, wait. I want to say something before we take a break. <laughs> okay. Okay. In our next segment, yes. In between now and the next segment, yeah. we're going to watch this this little video mm -hmm. um, of this person's pick and and commentary on the ten shittiest Shat movies. And their criteria is movies you would never watch, never care about, mm -hmm. if it were not for Bill being in them, mm -hmm. which is true of so many. Mm -hmm. Now, Lena has watched the whole thing. Mm -hmm. I quit halfway through because I wanted to think about what did I think would be the number one. Mm -hmm. So I want to mm -hmm. just sort of make my prediction, and then when we come back, we'll, we'll find out if I was right or wrong. Okay. My prediction was not the right one. Okay. I, I got it wrong, because I was wondering, too, as okay. I was going through it. So, yeah. Okay. So here, here are my thoughts. Okay. For me, it came down to three. Mm -hmm. One is Impulse. Mm -hmm. One is Star Trek V. Mm -hmm. And one is the Esperanto movie. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now... It's really hard for me to pick, but I'm thinking, okay, Star Trek V, there are plenty of people who would watch that even without Bill because mm -hmm. people watch the next-gen movies. Mm -hmm. um, Esperanto is interesting in that it was the only movie made mm -hmm. in Esperanto, so mm -hmm. it might not be that. But here, I'm, I'm going to go with Impulse. The reason being, yes, there, it's, it's a bad movie, but if you take Bill out of it, it's just a bad movie. Mm -hmm. You, with Bill in it and what he's doing, it 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 exceeds all boundaries. Completely, I I agree. I th I I was totally betting on impulse, I, and it's I, not. I, and it's not impulse. Yeah. Okay, well we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we will tell you the answer. Tell oh, now it's answer. like you know, um, America's Got Talent or something <laughs> or whatever, American okay. Idol. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no man has gone before. We say it all the time, but I'll say it again. We love hearing from you. Blogging at lookathisbutt.blogspot.com. Comments to lookathisbutt at gmail.com. This podcast recorded on a MacBook Pro with GarageBand. This is TSFPN.com, the sci-fi podcast network. You found the best podcasts in the universe. So I was wrong, mm -hmm. but very close. Very close. Very close. Very close. Uh, would you like me to read the, the yes, titles? Yes, please do. And I was annoyed because it, nowhere on this little thing does it actually say what they are. Yeah. I had to take notes as we were watching it. This is at a site that's called um, Cinemassacre, and apparently they do top ten lists like this a lot, so mm -hmm. this is just one of several. So, going in reverse order, um, starting with number ten, here are the top ten shitty Shatner movies. Uh, number ten, Kingdom of the Spiders. Number nine, Horror at 37,000 Feet, which was a TV movie. Uh, number seven, Shoot or Be Shot, which we have, but we haven't watched yet. Mm -hmm. 
Number six, Airplane 2. Number five, uh, Land of No Return. Number four, Devil's Reign. Num oh, sorry, I got the numbering wrong. Anyway, um, the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Good save. Sorry, I didn't put the numbers on here. White Comanche, uh, then Bing Bad Mama, then... Did it you just call her Bing Bad Mama? <laughs> I didn't mean to. <laughs> Let me say that again. It was Big Bad Mama. Okay. Then Impulse, and at the number one spot, Incubus. Incubus. Yeah. Wow. So I will say that I thought that was a really well-made little piece of mm -hmm. cinema criticism. I was afraid that it was going to be one of those really snarky, you know, everything about this is shit. But it wasn't. I thought no. they did a good job of evaluating each film for um, the, the shit, which there was a lot of, but also the good points of mm -hmm. it, and doing a really nice job of pointing out what Bill contributed to each of those movies. Right. And, and supported that with good clips. Yes. Um, so I liked that um, in many of them, Bill was drinking. <laughs> and smoking cigarettes. <laughs> and smoking cigarettes. Uh, I also liked that he said um, when Bill's in a movie, he takes command. Yes. Yeah. That was good. That was really good. Mm -hmm. And he used one of our favorite film clips from Impulse. That's right. With the pointing. The pointing. The pointing. And, uh, and he, uh, yeah, he used a lot of our favorite stuff from, mm -hmm. from Impulse that we were glad to see. Yeah. It, um, it's kind of interesting some of the things that did not make the list, mm -hmm. like Alexander the Great, mm -hmm. um, and uh, some of the. Of course, the worst crap Bill has been in really has been these hour long TV oh. dramas from the 70s, which yes. were so, so horrible. Um, the thing is about this list, and we've seen most of them. Mm -hmm. The only one I can really say I would never, ever watch again mm -hmm. is Devil's Reign. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think I'd agree with that. I'm looking at the list. It goes without saying that we will be seeing Impulse many, many times. Many, many times. I can always watch White Comanche. Yes. Um, uh, Kingdom of the Spiders has its own sort of weird camp value. Yeah. Now, I've seen Horror at 37,000 Feet. I remember seeing it, in fact, when it was on television. And it was really bad, but it has a lot of fairly amusing overacting. Plus, it has, as TV movies did at that time, as you saw, a whole range of guest stars. Yes. So it has Chuck Connors and it has Buddy Epson almost saying shit. Yes. <laughs> and, and, you know, just all of those people who were always in those TV movies. Mm -hmm. So I think it's it would be worth it to watch it just for that amusement. Like, oh, look who that is. Uh, yes, yes. That would be fun. We haven't watched Shoot or Be Shot, although I said, as I said, we have it. Airplane 2 was actually pretty funny. I didn't think it was such a bad movie. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. Land of No Return, I think we actually made a strategic uh, CEO-level decision not to watch that. Okay. We talked about it at one point because, as he says in the review, Bill's only in it a very small amount, and the rest of it is like a nature film, mm -hmm. which I didn't have any interest in yeah, watching. Yeah. So I think we said, nah. And then, um, well, of course, Big Bad Mama. We've watched parts of Big Bad Mama a lot. The only really good part is the sex scene. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the rest of it, Bill is doing his atrocious southern accent. Very, very, very bad. So, yeah, it's an interesting list. It is. Now, uh, I encourage everyone to go watch this because it is quite good. And there's great clips. Great, great clips. But for me, the, the best part about this were the comments. Okay, so let's... So I actually, I've, I've cut and pasted them here on oh, the screen. Oh, See, I was actually doing you. work. Thank you. So the, the, this whole thing starts off with the guy who's narrating it says... Uh, pretty much everyone who lives on planet Earth knows who William Shatner is, which is true. Right? Yes. So one of the first comments is from some cranky guy, and, and he says, 
he quotes that line and he says, what? No, I have no idea who he is, for instance. I haven't watched a Star Trek movie since I don't like Star Trek. And I have never seen any movie at all with him, for that matter. Pretty much everyone who lives on planet Earth, I mean, what the fuck? I bet I can ask every fucking person I know in real life, and not one single one of them will know who William Shatner is. He is not that famous. Get real. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay, but... You're saying you don't know who he is, but you know he was in Star Trek? Okay. So the best thing, and then the responses to him, which I thought were really good. Um, so the first person, I mean, typical internet says, are you gay or something? <laughs> if you don't know who the chat is, you haven't lived, you don't need to be a Trekkie to know the man himself, the man who slept with a thousand aliens. Another response. Not only the whole planet knows about Shatner, but his name echoes throughout the entire galaxy. Whoa. This is the best one. But now, after you've watched the video, you do know who Shatner is, don't you? So why are you complaining? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Uh, next one. Yeah, come on. Even though you may think you never saw one of his movies, it is possible that you saw yet never paid attention at his name since you have never seen Star Trek. You have surely heard about Captain Kirk. I never saw any Star Trek at all, but I still knew there was a Captain Kirk. That sort of already makes us know who the Shat is. But if it's the case that you don't even know about Kirk and Shat, well, you've got yourself a pretty good internet connection on this cave you're living in. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought this was the best one. Why is someone who doesn't know who William Shatner is watching a video about him and then complaining about it? <laughs> I gotta ask you. Because I didn't read all the comments. Uh -huh. Did anybody say this is a disaster? No, nobody <gasps> said it, but they should have. Oh, they should have. Um, and then the same person who made that comment goes on and says, also, has he ever heard of Santa, Mickey Mouse, <laughs> Hitler, Barack Obama? Shatner is as universally recognizable as any of these. That's true. Which is absolutely true. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> but I like that. Why are you complaining so about you're, this? You're, you're fighting about... Whether or not you've heard of this person you swear you've never uh -huh. heard of, but you're able to argue about him? <laughs> wow. Yeah. What, what kind of twisty-turny maze is inside <sighs> that person's mind? People who make comments like that on the Internet. Yep. That's what it's all about. Someone is wrong, wrong on, on the, the Internet. internet. Ah! I'll never be able to sleep again. But, yeah, that was a really good compilation of, of mm -hmm. clips. And, and as you said, some fun commentary. Mm -hmm. Not really snarky just interesting mm -hmm. and uh yeah so everybody should go watch that yeah yeah it's it's really very good now i have another little tidbit here um this god how did i even get to this blog i, I think this was um i sent you this th you sent me this because okay. it showed up in in my shatner news somewhere okay and there are are two interesting things about this blog who is by a woman named margaret and, and we don't know if it's our margaret by our Margaret, I mean Margaret, you know, who, who, comments, on who comments on our blog a lot. And we love that. And we want more of you to be diligent in commenting on the blog and on Facebook. Yeah. So it's uh, at Blogspot, and um, her blog name is Smoothable. And the thing that, that caught your attention was hilarious. It, and your, your subject header to me was Gorilla Doing Shatner Impression. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> And it's better than many of the Shatner impressions we've seen. This is true. 
So this all um, is relevant because she met William Shatner and had her picture taken with him, and I'll come to that in a second. But um, in this post, she was talking about the way that Bill looked at her. So she says, um, looking at pictures of gorillas, I was stunned to come, come across this. And there's a picture of a giant silverback gorilla that's mm -hmm. sort of doing the sideways glance at someone. And she says, that's how Bill Shatner looked at me. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, exactly. I mean, that gorilla is Shatner. <laughs> And then she says, this is the closest thing I could find on Trekcore. And it's a picture of Bill sort of And it's very in, in good. Mode. She yeah. really found a, a good one for, for making her point. Yes. And then she says, the gorilla nails it. <laughs> <laughs> but afterwards, doesn't she say something about how strange it is about it that she's finding a gorilla? Yeah. I like the unlikely trails you hack when blogging. Trekcore, Kirk looking like a primate, gorillas, beautiful but dangerous to look in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Um, okay, so um, the other thing is she put up a little picture, and she said she didn't actually make this, but it's a, a, a picture from um, the, the Who God mourns for Adonis. Yes, and it's everybody standing around, uh, Chekhov, normal, Scotty, normal, Bones, normal, and there's Kirk with one leg up, and he sort of got one hip cocked out to the side, his hand on his hips, and everybody is labeled normal, and his says, sexy pants. <laughs> Yep, Which the minute really Bill puts like his pants that. on, they're sexy they're pants. They're sexy, sexy, sexy pants. So then I, I looked through her blog and I found the picture of her with Bill. It's a lovely picture. It really is. And Bill's actually smiling, which he frequently is not in those um, mm -hmm. con photo opportunities where people spend a lot of money yeah. to have their picture taken um, with him. He's wearing one of those shirts with a pattern on it that makes it look like it's it's on um, permanent like uh, scanning. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the thing in the middle of the communicator. Um, so she says, uh, for this picture, I borrow Walt Whitman, stout as a horse, affectionate, haughty, electrical, I and this mystery, here we stand. Which I thought was very beautiful. That's very good. And she says about Bill, God, he's beautiful. Like a whale, luminous, fleshy, moist, and huge. Not huge physically, rather extending beyond himself and taking up the surrounding temperature. He was the temperature. The flash of the camera absorbs too much. He's ruddier incarnate. I've never seen skin so true to its sub-rivers. Wow. And I just thought that was wonderfully stated, so eloquent and so yes. poetic. And it really works with this picture. Mm -hmm. he, sort of, he looks sort of Buddha-ish there, I have to yes, say. Yes, yes. So I, I just love that. I love that writing about Bill. Mm -hmm. and I think everything she says is exactly true. Yep. That's great. Yes, and I'm, I'm really glad that showed up on my, my Shatner alerts. And Absolutely. the gorilla thing is amazing. And I think we either need to post both those pictures or at least direct people <laughs> to them. Definitely. And she was the one who pointed us in the direction of the, uh, the kittens, kittens and islands. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I just thought that that was wonderful. Yes. That was really wonderful. Now, speaking of Facebook. Facebook. Yes. I remember Facebook. I remember Facebook. And I want to go to our our look at his butt Facebook because a bit of strange news showed up. <gasps> strange. Strange news. And I put it on um, our Facebook page mm -hmm. and asked people specifically to give us their thoughts on it. And what it was, it was an article that, um, that William Shatner, Scott Bakula, and 
Patrick Stewart. Mm-hmm. I kept thinking Jean Luc Picard. <laughs> we're going to 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 be in a movie that would be set in the mirror universe, mm-hmm. which is very strange. So here are some of the, here are the comments we got. One was from our good buddy Captain Ho. He says, I'm having a very hard time believing this could happen. It's, it seems like Paramount slash CBS is focused on Abrams' Trek, and I just can't see them going back. I really can't see them involving Bakula since Enterprise was not exactly a big success. All that said, I would live, and I think he means love, to see it actually happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Crate says, a great idea if Bill was younger, Enterprise had greater commercial success, and Patrick was desperate. The Uber New Trek powerhouse has pretty much defined the path for corporate Trek over the next decade. And then Cheryl says, could it be worse than the last Next Gen movie? (laughs) That was the one with Shazam? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think so, so carry on. But seriously, I like all these guys, and I might be interested in seeing them together in something that had nothing at all to do with Trek. Mm -hmm. And that was my first thought Mm -hmm. when I read it. And then I read on and went, what, what? And, And I was going... As you read on, they're they're saying that they had wanted Shatner to be the guest on the final mm-hmm. episode of Enterprise, and he wouldn't do it, and uh, and so they eventually did it with Jonathan Frakes. Mm-hmm. And I was going, so what is this about? And then when you read the article and read on in the comments, it said this is news from like five years ago. Why is it going around now? Yeah, two thousand five. But it showed up two or three times in my Shatner alert. It's very weird, um, and I went and I looked at the actual place where it was posted, which was on um, some Canadian news. Of course, now I'm not going to be able to find it. Let me see. Oh, yes. Here we go. So it's um, it was posted uh, at one place, which was uh, Holland's hometown station. Like, what the heck? <laughs> okay. Um, and... Oh, okay. So one of the people posting said, uh, hey, guys, did some digging. This is a five-year-old rumor. And um, it is literally, I mean, it's word for word, cut and pasted from something that came out in 2005. That was at Hollywood.com five years ago. So it's just gossip. It's completely unfounded. It's Mm -hmm. somebody, what, they had a slow news day and they decided to try to, to bring up something as new news? I don't know. It's very weird. And the thing is, it's Bill. You don't have a slow news day. Yeah. I mean, if you are having a slow news day, you can say, let's find out what Shatner's doing. And there's always something. I mean, 90% of my Shatner alerts for the past couple days when this showed up were about him being at Comic-Con. Yeah. So you could talk about that. He's doing everything Mm -hmm. all the time. There's... I mean, there's never a lack of things to talk about, so you never need to make up rumors. Never, never. Never. Um, I also want to talk about one other thing we put up on our Facebook, and I really sincerely do want you people to work on this. Um, It was an article about Twitter, and there is um, a woman who calls herself the the bloggus, Mm -hmm. like the goddess, and um, I'm going to read from this article. It says, after an argument with her husband that led to him stating that he would only be impressed by her Twitter presence if she was famous enough to get William Shatner to come over for dinner. The bloggers embarked with the full joyous support of her followers on a Twitter campaign to get William Shatner to come to her house Mm -hmm. to save her marriage. 
William Shatner, perhaps perplexed by the preponderance of messages, blocked her. This led to another even more widespread campaign to get Shatner to unblock her. He did, though he's yet to come over for dinner. Um, the group of followers who supported her efforts became known as the Blogus Army and went on to start another account that helps individuals who are in a tough place in life. Um, many of our fans, I know, follow Twitter, and you could certainly get other mm -hmm. Twitterers involved in uh, campaigning to have Bill meet us and be interviewed for Look at His Bum. Wow, that's a great idea. Yeah. That would be pretty awesome. I wonder, well... Given that Bill still doesn't understand what Twitter is about, mm -hmm. or how it works, or what it means, or anything to do with computers. But it's important to him now. But he doesn't understand it. I mean, if he got, if his Twitter valet said to him, Bill, we've been getting tweets from like all these different Twitter accounts saying that, that you should meet with this, this podcast. You, you know, like to him, that sounds like Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't think that it would have that kind of impact on him. Um, so so what would we need to do to sweeten that pot? Talk to his agent? I don't, know. Oh, I don't want to talk to his fucking agent. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying let's not do it. I'm just saying I think it has a limited amount of value because Bill just doesn't understand these things. Okay. Then, listeners, what should we do? How can, how can we do this? How can we get... An interview with Bill. Now, I will tell you, we did contact his assistant mm -hmm. when we went to Shatner Weekend, you know, asking if we could have a couple minutes, and he pointed out, well, he said no, but mm -hmm. um, he said, you know, Shatner Weekend is, for Bill, all about the horse show, and mm -hmm. that, and he's very, very busy, and that's busy. what he's doing. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't know. I don't know either. I, Bill is an awfully busy guy. He is. So I, We'll I, let him shill. We will let him shill as much as he wants. He can shill for anything he wants to. I, I just have this feeling that if we were ever to actually talk to Bill, it would be while he was going from one place to another, do you know, like mm -hmm. like in a car or walking or, that's okay. or something. Just that's the only time he would have to talk to us. That's fine. I, yeah, I, I think that'd be good too. It would I mean, to be... I'd love if he wanted to, to sit down and chat and go out to dinner and have drinks and, you know. <laughs> like that we talked about a couple of shows ago, the woman with, who brought her mother to the interview. Yes, yes, he, something like that. And as you were saying, I think in that same show, you would want to hold, hold his, his hand. hand. See, oh, that's the yeah. thing. If we were going to talk to Bill, it would have to be in person. It would really oh, have yeah. to be in person. Yeah. Over the phone, it wouldn't be the same. Yeah, we've got to be there. Experience the billness of Bill. The billness of Bill in person when he's actually talking to us and looking mm -hmm. at us. Not like a Chatter weekend where he was, yeah. you know. No, we need to look at him like a silverback gorilla. Or he needs to look at us like a silverback gorilla. <laughs> he needs to turn on the charm. Yeah. And he would. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, I, I think that. Um, when he when Bill's around women, he the charm just comes on by itself. I don't mm -hmm. think he actually makes a conscious decision for that to happen. No, it no, just it just does. That's just how does he it. reacts. Yeah. He reacts. Okay, we've talked about how Bill does so much. He's busy all the time. Mm -hmm. How many of how many hours of sleep do you think he needs per night? Oh my goodness, I I don't know. I really don't know. You know, he he complained in. I remember reading something about how tough it was to get up early in the morning when they were doing you know, Star Trek mm -hmm. 6 or whatever, that it was really tough for him. So, I don't know. But then he, he talked about when they were on vacation in Hawaii, he was getting up to watch the sunrise. Right. And, you know, I, I 
I don't know why I think I know this or I feel this, but it. I think he probably it gets up very early for his horse things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to. Yeah. You have to do the horse stuff. I don't know. Maybe he takes naps in the afternoon. But he also has it that he doesn't go out at night, and you know mm -hmm. he's not a nighttime guy. And what he and Elizabeth sit in bed and watch. Uh, Reruns of Oprah. <laughs> So maybe that's it. Maybe he just goes to bed at 8 o'clock every night. Maybe so. I don't know. Hmm. That would have been a good question to ask him. I know. But I like, did you ever throw up on a dolphin? <laughs> I really want that answered because that, I don't know. Well, maybe I'll, I'll go right about the, the sleep thing. Maybe I'll do that. Oh, okay. That would be That'd good. Be that would be yeah, good. They're still taking questions. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to know. That'd be a good question. Okay. I'm sure he drinks plenty of coffee. He, only decaf. Oh. Because he he's... No, I, I truly believe it mm. because he's such a wired person. And I know Nimoy said something once about being around Bill when he had accidentally had caffeine and it was insanity. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. <laughs> Okay. Did um, someone give Bill caffeine? You know. <laughs> oh shit! Shit. Okay. Speaking of Bill, there's one more thing I want to talk about in yes. this show. Yeah. Speaking of Bill, because it's a topic we never ever talk. Oh, about. I know. I know. We're trying to trying to get more Bill into this show. Uh, it's hard though. Very hard. Okay. Where the fuck is this thing? I don't know. I don't know what you're looking for. Uh, oh, this. I'm looking for this. Oh, okay. You want to talk about this? Yes. Let's talk about yes. This. Okay. So you sent this to me. I guess this showed up in your, your thing, mm -hmm. your Google alert. Okay. This is posted at uh, some weird blog called BattleRoyaleWithCheese.com. And it's written by a dude named Damien Sage. And it's called An Encounter with William Shatner, A True Story. Mm -hmm. And there's a very nice picture of him in TJ Hooker mode with a big gun. Giant gun. Right. So I won't read this whole thing, but I will give you the gist of it. He says that when he was 11 years old, he went to the 30th anniversary Star Trek convention in Sacramento, California. This was in 1996. And um, Shatner was there. So Bill Leonard and DeForest Kelly were going to be there to talk on stage and then do some autographs. So um, he talks about Shatner coming out and doing his talk, and then he talks about what happened when he went for autographs. So here's the first thing. Um, he's sitting in the audience with my fellow exclusive Trekkies because they, um, it was one of those deals where you paid a little bit extra and you got to go for some exclusive thing. Mm -hmm. They were waiting breathlessly and only Shatner shows up for the talk portion of it where they're supposed to get this private thing. And he says he's visibly audibly drunk but in good spirits. He's bursting out of his clothes and very boisterous. For 34 minutes, he goes on a rant about women breaking into his hotel room to sleep with him, during which his toupee slips several times and he splits his pants. You couldn't see it, but you could hear it. Uh, the kid says, I was in awe, mouth agape the whole time. It was just so surreal. Um, anyhow, once he was done with his spiel, we all went backstage where Nimoy and Kelly joined Shatner at a table. They said that, that they were late. We all assumed they just didn't want to be on stage with Bill. Very Galaxy Quest. Okay, so let's pause there for a minute. Um, so first of all, let me point out that he was 11 years old. Yeah. <laughs> now, when you're 11 years old, I don't know how real your perceptions of reality are. Well, yeah. <laughs> for one thing. I really question the visibly, audibly drunk thing. I do, too, because... I would think, especially to an 11-year-old, Bill on stage would be this very overwhelming, strange thing. Mm 
Um, and he might have interpreted it as drunk. Mm -hmm. Or he might have heard someone make a comment. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just don't buy that Bill would show up at an event like this drunk. I really don't. Mm -hmm. Because... Although, you know, I, to be fair, in the history of um, Star Trek conventions, there have been several stories, or at least two, that's several, right, that I've heard, you know, where they wouldn't name names, but it was on people who ran conventions mm -hmm. saying they did have problems with actors showing up drunk mm -hmm. or, or not showing up because they were, they were too drunk mm -hmm. to go on. Mm -hmm. And they never named names. So, you know, we don't know. I mean... It could have been Lockwood. <laughs> Lockwood. It could have been Bill. It could have been you Bill. Know. It's true. It's true. So that's it. I just feel like 1996, you know, doing these things, especially if he was doing it with Leonard and, and especially with DeForest, I don't think he would show up drunk for that. I really don't. Mm -hmm. That just doesn't seem like a Bill thing. But it's very strange that we're getting all these strange stories now about, well, the Dolphin one we've obviously turned into urban myth or, mm -hmm. or you know, uh busted that myth is what we have done yeah um that we're getting all these stories about him being drunk publicly so i don't know so i also don't think he split his pants i'm not sure about that mm -hmm. that just seems weird and his toupee slipping is he still wearing a toupee in 96 or had he gone to the plugs by then <laughs> i don't remember i don't know so i don't know i i wonder about that um so then he talks about what it was like uh, doing the autographs. And he says Shatner was mowing through the autographs like his hands were on loan, but that's kind of the way he does the autographs. That's right. That's yeah. the way it has to go. And uh, uh, there was a woman in front of him who was um, saying that she really loved him and all the stuff. Shatner scribbles his name on her picture, looks up and says, that's nice, move along. And he says, I was stunned. So it was my turn, and of course I just managed to get out I came all the way from North Carolina to see you. And he cuts me off and goes, oh, really? Move along. Um, and then, of course, he has to say, Nimoy and Kelly were much better. Blah, blah, blah. Well, we've always heard those stories, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but the weird thing is, he says, after this incident, one would think I would dislike Shatner and Kirk more, right? This would be the response for a normal person, but me being me and not normal, I had the opposite reaction. I became kind of obsessed with Shatner Kirk. I just couldn't believe the jaw-dropping magnitude of that man and his own essence. He changed me that day. And from meeting him and seeing him that way, it is easy to see why, just why Star Trek V is the way it is and why Shatner is the oddly revered national treasure that he is. That's very, that to me is the most interesting part of the article. Yeah. And I, I wish he had expanded more on that. Why yeah. he reacted in this way. I don't know. Um, Here's the thing. You know, we were talking about when Bill is with, with women, mm -hmm. that he puts the charm on. I also think um, in one-on-one -on -one situations with other men or women or in, you know, smaller situations, mm -hmm. um, I think he's, he's probably very, very different. In these crowd situations, he has learned you got to just get through it the best mm -hmm. you can. Now, maybe Leonard and Dee have a way that is more gracious mm -hmm. of, of getting through it. But, you know, this is, this is what Bill does. Yeah, and there are so many people there to see him. Mm -hmm. I can't remember who it was. Uh, it wasn't Bill. It might have been Will Wheaton. I'm not sure. But I remember reading someone 
talking about what it's like to do those autographs mm -hmm. and saying that um, part of you wants to talk to every single person who's there because you know that they've come to see you. You really know that mm -hmm. and you understand that. And part of you wants to, to, to thank them and to say, really, what do you like best about my work and, and talk about the thing, but mm -hmm. you can't. Because yep. you don't have the time and you don't have the energy and because there are 400 other people there who are also waiting to get your autograph. But also because, as Bill found, the experience shows you that every single one of those people is your energy vampire. Mm -hmm. And if given the chance, will suck all of the energy out of you because that's their one chance to talk to you. And if you stop to talk to them too long, they're going to take it as like a personal invitation to come into your little sphere and want to talk to you forever and ask you all these questions and get to know about you and, mm -hmm. and really intrude on your, your, your psychic energy in a way that you can't afford to do in that sort of situation. Well, also think about it. If there's 300 people in line to get an autograph, if you talk to each one for one minute, mm -hmm. that's 300 minutes. minutes. What about those people at the end of the line? Well, and are you on board for, for that much time? Yeah, you can't. You just can't you do it. You just can't do it. Yeah, so uh, I think people like Bill have just learned how to do it. Now, when I mean, you've gotten his autograph in that situation. Mm -hmm. Does he really say move along to people? No, he, he, he never did. I mean, the, the first time I got it, which was the spanking list, um, like I said, he, he, he said nothing at all. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I, uh, I know I was so flabbergasted at, at being in his presence that I said nothing because I, I didn't know what I would say. I know the second time when he signed it, I just said, you know, thank you, Mr. Shatner. Mm -hmm. He probably said, you're welcome or something. But um, someone I know via email, and I can't even think of her name right now, told me that she did this, which I thought was such a great idea, mm -hmm. which was she went through the line, she got her autograph, he signed it and everything, and, you know, she, she went to leave, and after, like, three steps, she turned around and, and said, hey, Bill, and he looked up and she blew him a kiss, Aww. and he blew Aww. a kiss back, which I thought was wonderful. That's so sweet. Aww. Yeah. That's really great. Let me point out one other thing with this. <laughs> I, I just realized this. So he's talking about this, and he says... Um, this was in 1996, and DeForest Kelly was there. And then he says, naturally, DeForest Kelly died a couple months after that, which is actually not true. He didn't die till 1999. Mm. So now I'm starting to question this guy's chronology and everything yeah, else that goes on. Yeah. I actually spent some time um, when I was at work, because I really had some work that I didn't want to do, <laughs> Googling around to try to find anybody else's account of attending that particular convention and mm -hmm. whether anybody had told the story of getting it just to see if any of this stuff could be verified I couldn't find anything okay so I looked I did look mm -hmm. but maybe somebody who's listening yeah we'll have some more information now that was um when I wasn't uh pursuing track or whatever you want to call what I what I started doing like a year or two after okay, that so, so I didn't go to the Sacramento con in 96 mm -hmm. So I can't tell you anything about it. Yeah. So if anybody has any information, let us know. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, one. Um, well, anyway, we can look for pictures of Bill in 1996 because now I really want to see if uh, he was wearing a toupee or what his hair situation was like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we take a break? Um, we might actually wrap up the show because it's, oh, okay. it's like a whole hour, and I think that's plenty. Okay, good. Yeah. So, um, and for 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 those of you who are following this, 
I have not gone to Chicago yet. <laughs> We're still actually in the We've same only room. had like uh, one entry in the in the when does Kitty actually leave California? Uh huh. Um, and what is today the twenty first of August? Uh, correct. Yes. So as of twenty first of August, I'm still here. So you can, you know, get your your guesses in for the pool, mm -hmm. and uh, and like we said, there will be a prize. Absolutely. All right, cool. Um, and go watch that 10 Shitty Shatners thing. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really good. Okay, that's it for now. Bye.